Welcome to the Freaky Film Club, number six, where we're going to be looking at Nightmare on Elm Street, part six. What a coincidence. Yeah. I don't know how that works out. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's almost like we did them in order or something. Huh. Yeah. Who would have thought? So, I'm back with uh, my good pals, the pop culture lit bros, Nicholas and Justin. Hi, guys. How's it going? Yeah, hey. It's really good to be doing this once again. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the franchise, and, well, does it seem apparent that the wheels are starting to fall off of this franchise yet? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, Freddy's Dead, the final, final Nightmare, did they call yep. it that? Is there a that, subtitle? That's, yeah, I don't even think it's actually called Nightmare on Elm Street. I think it's Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. Right. So this was 91, supposed to be the last one, but obviously that was not the case, as we'd find out. Oh. Like all horror franchises, you never really die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know some we discussed, isn't it kind of weird that like every one of these was an 80s movie, except for like this one, and then obviously the... Because this is where they wanted to end it, in mm -hmm. 91. It's weird to think that this entire franchise was just in the 80s. Right. Because when I think of it, man, I'm still thinking of it when I was a kid in the 90s, early 2000s. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think because of home video, like it really found another life later in the 90s with, with Blockbuster and home, you know, whatever other places you rented from. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then after people listen to uh, the Freaky Film Club on it, it's going to find a whole other life. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, these, you're uh, you're welcome. Gen Zers are gonna find it. Maybe and... they'll reboot the whole franchise altogether. <laughs> <laughs> or or just start making sequels again. One of the two. Yeah, Robert Inkling, he's still young enough. He could do some more. Yeah, I think he. I think he's even said he's got interest in it. Yeah, maybe I have to get rid of some of the physical effects that he did for some other stuff. But yeah, I'd just sign him up. Yeah. That's what CGI is for. Plus, you, you got a mask on. You can throw a stuntman in the mask for some of the, the more difficult stuff. But right isn't on. it more yeah. prosthetics than a mask for his look? Like, well, he sits in a chair and they do it as makeup, not just like... Yeah, I mean... Wear this hockey mask, anyone Well, can do no, it. I mean, <laughs> it's like... I was referring more to, like... It's not just like they put a little paint on his face. Like, it's a whole, you know, thing. Mm -hmm. A whole spiel. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so the film opens up with uh, John Doe, who they never really do name. It's just no, John they leave Doe. him as John Doe the yeah, whole time. call him John. Uh, he's having a, a nightmare, uh, and it's the first encounter with Freddy. We don't really know exactly what's going on, but we do know it's a nightmare pretty easily. I mean, they kind of give that away right away. So. Well, yeah, they also have the, the cheesy, like, ten years in the future. Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think of the nightmare sequence here? It was, it was entertaining, especially, like, he's on the plane. It's got the whole, like, there's a creature on the wing kind of feel to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Then when the, the lady gets sucked up and he's like, I almost escaped. <laughs> somehow ends up in that house mm -hmm. with uh, Freddy Krueger being, like, the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, yes, yes. I did. I mean, like you said, they do kind of let you know it's, but, like, they open with that visual on the computer. And it's like, 10 years in the future, all the kids and teenagers in the town are dead. 
And then it immediately opens with a teenager and then a little kid who like turns over the the camera and is like, he's coming for you or he, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. Like, wait, wait, what? You're not going to survive. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Hold on now. They're, well, they're not in the town. They're in an airplane. Right. Therefore, it's okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so the dream ends with uh, Freddy driving a bus and uh, John like, cartoonishly going through like, a to, uh, very Springwood, Spring, Springwood, very Springwood, Bugs Ohio, Bun- very Bugs Bunny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then Freddie not being able to get there himself, so he's just looking at him through the the cutout of a human body in the in the backdrop. Yeah, yeah, just pretty funny. Um, so then we are introduced to the characters at a. It's like a juvenile detention center. I'd call it that. And to me, I really got some vibes of um, Friday the 13th Part 5 from this one, where they're all in that like halfway house or whatever. Okay. You got like these these characters that... Um, and really, kind of like... I got sort of a Dream Warriors vibe, too. You've got like these characters that are like... I don't know, sort of like outcasts and at any moment could snap. Yeah. (laughs) You really don't want to get too close to them because, yeah, they probably are. Punch in the face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it definitely has a kind of a, like a, we stole a lot of influence from three. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, ooh, that movie did well. (laughs) People like that one. That's the the best one so far. Let's just do them. And so you're introduced to um, the stoner guy who's Breckenmeyer. Breckenmeyer's character, yes. Um, his name is Spencer. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Carlos, played by Ricky Dean Logan. Uh, Carlos, he has a disability, which comes into play later. Um, they use that as uh, one of the ways that he gets offed. Um, and then there's, the, there's Tracy, who is played by Leslie... Dean, or Deanne, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't um, But those are our three, like, teens. <laughs> yeah. And uh, who we're probably going to be spending most of the movie with. And um, so, yeah, kind of the introduction to them. You find out John Doe wakes up outside of town with no memory. He gets picked up by the police and taken to that little uh, juvenile detention center or whatever you call it like when they find him too i you notice there's a little the smallest amount of blood on that rock <laughs> yeah like he gets yeah. whipped off a bus through a fake screen wall hits his head on a rock which is how he loses his memory mm-hmm. and he's barely got a single cut above his eye yeah and the spot the blood is on the rock is not where his head is like, I feel like you might have a little more significant of an injury. Getting and I, whipped and off I, a bus. And I feel like to lose that kind of memory, like, you have to hit your head a lot harder. Yeah, a lot <laughs> harder than just to have a scratch above the eye. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so we're also introduced to a character named Maggie Burroughs. She's a doctor. And kind of well realize right away that uh she she picks some stuff out of his pockets and uh, she sees like that clipping the newspaper clipping of i think it's amanda right i think so yeah and then there's like some stuff to stay awake and some other random shit and so we kind of start piecing some things together through what she's finding and um she comes up with the idea that maybe uh 
she can jog his memory by taking him back to through the neighborhood. And um, so they go on like a bit of road trip. Uh, before we get to the road trip part, mm-hmm. when she's talking to John Doe the first time mm-hmm. about how he's like, I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Do you think he was a little overdramatic? Like she tells him to sit down and he like picks up the chair and he just slams it down. Oh, and yeah. And just like huffing sits on it and crosses it. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah. Being a little dramatic here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so on on this road trip, they go to Springwood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're like the next town over. Yeah. So the next town over, all of the kids and teenagers are dead. Yeah. And all the adults are somehow, because of it, going crazy. Mm-hmm. And, like, the other town isn't, like, like there's no, like, they didn't, like, cordon that town off. Or, right. Like, there's no mention of, like, don't go over there, man. That Those people are crazy. <laughs> like, no, no surrounding areas, but, like, don't, don't go to that town. No, <laughs> no, nothing. No, like, the, like, like oh, weird. I'm going to take them here. Don't, don't, don't do that. Everyone's like, just accepted it. Like, like yeah. just if you're under the age of 18, do not go to that town. <laughs> They've got a bad track record. <laughs> Yeah, that is odd. I mean, then they even still bother to just have like the festivities. No. Yeah, they still have the fair. That's where they go to make their uh, to make a phone call. Yeah, and it's the saddest fair ever. I mean, just all adults and they're like doing nothing. They're wandering around. Um, so why they even bother to set these things up is beyond me. Or who's setting it up? Yeah, I mean, I mean um, if there's no kids, just be like, I ah, no fair. Right. I I wondered if it was like the fair was happening. And then they just left it up and like they sure. just like it gave me very much a like a year round um, fair of nothingness land of the dead mm-hmm. feel where mm-hmm. like all the adults are zombies and the zombies are just like they used to be gas station attendants. So like they just kind of <laughs> still do it. Sure. Like, they're just yeah. stuck to them. They're just. Yeah. Well, you, you just see that one sad guy driving around in the bumper cars and circles by himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's what you were doing when you died. So like and they don't really explain why the parents are going crazy because all the kids are dead. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, they are also now sleep deprived because they're afraid Freddie's coming for them or. Well, no, they make that comment when you see, uh, Roseanne and Dan. Uh-huh. Is that his real name? No, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Because I know in the credits it says uh, Mr. and Mrs. Tom Arnold. Yeah. Which uh-huh. I thought was funny. They even say that there's children, you know who they bring. Right. So that means without the children, they probably sleep fine. Right. So, they sleep better because it's quiet. You don't. Right. You have yeah. no children running around. Yeah. And so then it doesn't really explain why the town has gone crazy. Like, no. No. <laughs> and she uh, makes that comment about how she misses her kids. Right. It's like, well, just move to a different town. Right. Just leave that town. <laughs> You're an adult. Um, now, for the younger audience, which would, I'm guessing even younger than you, mm-hmm. like when Roseanne and Tom Arnold come on, like for us... Me more than maybe even the two of you, you're like, oh, it's Roseanne, it's Tom Arnold. Because, I mean, back in the 80s, early 90s, like, they were huge. So that would have been a massive cameo. Now, like, do kids even recognize that that is a cameo? Like, it's not just... I don't think they do. Like, that's just two random, like... Just people. Yeah, extras, you know, (laughs) that happen to get a couple extra lines. Like... (laughs) Well, who's more recognizable, would you say, in terms of cameos? This one or the one from Dream Warriors where it's the talk show? Uh, what was it? Oh. Zsa Zsa Gabor and Zsa, yeah, Zsa, yeah. I would think it's this one. This one. This one. Yeah, because at least yeah. Roseanne like, had that revival a couple years ago, so there's a chance maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Plus, they still play some of the old Roseanne episodes. I yeah, think that's true. I don't know if they still do any. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many people know like know who Jack Parr is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, even, we forgot. Like, I don't remember the guy's name. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, yeah, along the same trip, we also find out that uh, the other teens were sneaking right, along in the, in the van. van. So uh, the doctor freaks out and is immediately like, you guys got to go back, find a phone, like he said, and call the police and get home. Uh, but they take a detour. They go to the old Elm Street house. Would you call the, the whatever? You're, they're trying to escape. Mm-hmm. They get out, and she's like, all right, I'm not going to supervise you. I trust you to go make a phone call oh, yeah. and go back. <laughs> that as soon was as she walks lazy. away, I just be like, not doing that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> so, so somehow Freddy still has a magic power over the town that keeps people from being able to drive out of the town. <laughs> like, I feel like there's a, there's a power set that he's never had before. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was really trippy. Also, like... If the entire town has, I don't know, a couple hundred kids, teenagers murdered, that's the kind of news that makes it at least to the next town. Yeah. So, like, the word Freddy Krueger probably gets from Springwood to whatever, the Elm Grove or whatever Mm -hmm. they're, you know. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, it was, when they look at the sign, it was, like, two miles. Right. So, yeah, like, there's another, there's civilization very close. So, yeah. I, like, even even back then, like, the news cycle wasn't necessarily as 24-7 as it is now. But even then, I feel like if uh, if a town in California had, like, a couple hundred mur- mm-hmm. teenagers murdered in very mysterious ways, yeah. us here in the Milwaukee area would have at least, like, you know heard of a quick blurb about yeah, it yeah i would say so <laughs> <laughs> which i think is all the because freddie's whole thing was he needs to get the kids to go like remember who he is and go to the next town so that he has the power to leave that town mm-hmm. which is a very mm-hmm. weird all of a sudden like i can't his you know these dream demons that gave him the power like oh god yeah <laughs> i can't wait till we get to that part yeah <laughs> that's something else like, we'll only give you the power in city limits mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can't go wait. outside of city limits right so uh, as you leave like that's within too this, much within this five block radius <laughs> this is yours <laughs> yeah i'm starting to think that uh rachel Talalay took a lot of liberties here because <laughs> there's a lot of things from freddie that we are you know they're just adding some things we never really saw before right um so, yes, the kids, uh, they take the van. They somehow are trusted. They go off on their own. And, of course, what? they don't follow the rules. They go to uh, the Elm Street house, the old Elm Street house. Right, where, and of all the houses they could have picked, yeah, <laughs> that's the one they picked. Yeah, really good very, idea. Very convenient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, immediately the house starts bleeding, so you know they're in for a good time. <laughs> yeah, the whole front of the house changes as soon as they leave. Urban house to the Elm Street house. Uh, so they make themselves at home. Um, immediately, I think Spencer just lays down in front of the TV and gets stoned. Yeah. Carlos goes upstairs. Carlos, yeah. They go to the house, and the first thing he does is he just goes upstairs and picks a bed. Right. Right, I'm going to go lay in this person, this random house's bed. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. That's what I do. Just break into a house and take a nap. <laughs> uh, and... Um, this is kind of where things start to pick up a little bit. Um, 
Oh, yeah, then there's this whole thing where uh, they go to the orphanage and they discover Freddy had a kid. And uh, John Doe thinks that that's the reason why he was left alive because he is the son of Freddy, which is not true. Spoilers. Spoilers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that whole thing. Um, and then back at the house, um, Spencer falls asleep and Carlos falls asleep. Actually, they all really fall asleep, but Carlos and Spencer are the only ones to get killed off right away. Yeah, Carlos go- falls asleep first. Because he goes upstairs and he just mm-hmm. goes and he lays in that dusty ass bed. Mm-hmm. And he goes, all right, I'm just going to lay in this random stranger's bed. He falls asleep and then he has his adventures with yeah. Freddy. This is brutal. Like, Freddy is a dick in this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fre- Freddy really abuses Carlos. Yeah. He does. Because um, it starts with Carlos. He's wandering around look, what looks like a boiler room. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have his hearing aid in, so he's not hearing anything. And you just see Freddy behind him, like, screaming and dancing, almost like mocking <laughs> yeah. the fact that he can't hear him coming. Yeah. So then, like, eventually, Carlos finds his hearing aid, which Freddy turns into a, like, an amplifier almost. So every little noise is, like, just driving him insane. Mm-hmm. So that's really when... Freddy starts in with all of his uh, antics and torturing poor Carlos. Yeah. I really appreciate, too, that at one point when he's, like, behind him, like, messing with him, he even turns to the camera and he's like, <laughs> adding, Adding to, like, being a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so he's just, he's screwing with the poor guy and... Eventually, the ultimate death comes with um, the, the chalkboard, right? That's the last thing. Yep. Yeah, before he, he drops all those uh, pins or needles. Yeah. Because and then Carlos tries to catch them because they're just oh, so yeah. loud. Yeah. I was like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, then he pulls out that chalkboard and he just and expands make, it and starts scratching it with it his claws. His, it makes his head explode. Yes. What a brutal way to go. Yeah, that's, uh, that's rough. <laughs> Yeah, that's Carlos's death. Um, then Spencer's death is uh, pretty unique. Uh, really speaks to me as a gamer, yeah. <laughs> much like that blind bag. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's a Nintendo tie-in. Um, pretty cool, actually. Uh, which also cool but silly. Like it leads again well, to this fourth wall very silliness, silly. like Bugs Bunny esque. Uh, he is, yeah, he's just sitting there playing Nintendo. I mean, not really. He's using an Atari-style joystick, but then eventually he does bust out the power glove. Yeah, oh, yeah. forgot the power glove. Yeah. <laughs> I have one of those still somewhere. Those the old Nintendo so power shitty. glove. <laughs> yeah, those those graphics were... Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know how well they did in 91, but I, they didn't hold up. <laughs> no. Yeah, because it's what he's t- messing with Breckenmeyer's character. Yeah. His name is Spencer. Spencer. Mm-hmm. And then that's when John Doe gets to the house because mm-hmm. they're all looking for Spencer because they can't find him. Oh, yes. And then he starts bouncing around in the hallways and oh, yeah. punching, punching holes in the walls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, they realize they have to go into 
the dream to try to save Spencer. Oh, yeah. And out of nowhere, we find out that John can just go into dreams. Yeah. Did we ever know yeah. that before? When he's like, I got to go into his dream. And it's like, wait, this that was not brought up before. Yeah, like, right. You could just do that. And she just bashes him in the head with a with a board, which <laughs> yeah. knocks him through a table into the dream world. How fucking convenient. <laughs> and then she just appears because she's like, oh, all I do is meditate. Oh, yeah. And I can jump into this dream. <laughs> Just yeah, breathing right. and meditation, and I can go into anyone's dream within seconds too. Yeah, and she was going to explain that to him as if she could teach him that in seconds too. Like, oh yeah, I don't have to hit you. Yeah, but there's like, an easier way. All you do is just breathe. Yeah, and you'll be there. Yeah, like that's no. easy. <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on. How long have you been working on this? Months, years. <laughs> yeah, I'm not picking yeah. that up in thirty seconds. Pretty ridiculous. Um, so yeah, they go in and. Um, they first pull the controller out, thinking they've stopped him. But then, of course, he gets the power the glove. Power glove. You forgot this. Now we're forgot playing. about the power glove. <laughs> uh, it's kind of a cool design, actually, because I think like it's not quite the same design as a real power glove. They give it like a wood grain like aesthetic. Which, like which led me to believe that Nintendo probably wasn't 100% on board <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah. You think if Nintendo would have been on board, it would have been just him. Actual Nintendo Power Glove with the name on it and everything for yeah, the advertising. Right. So they're probably like, no. No. We'll make your own video game, but no. <laughs> they did get to set a tagline, though, so that's that's something. Um, but uh, don't even really recall how he ended up dying in this. Uh, he fell, went... fell down the stairs and got sucked into like a portal of hell. Yeah. And then like exploded onto the TV, the blood. Oh, the yeah. TV. Yeah. We forgot the Johnny Depp cameo to start it. That's right. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs, and then Freddie kills Johnny Depp. I don't know time. what he's talking about, what drugs he's on. That looks like eggs to me. Yeah. Do you remember that this is your brain on drugs yeah. commercial? Oh, I remember that. Do you remember that one, Jeremy? Kind of. There's that lady smashes the whole kitchen. Wasn't it a little before my time? Pan. Didn't Rachel Lee Cook redo one of those? I don't because I remember, like, they would just smash, and then, like, later they did it again. I think it was Rachel Lee Cook where, like, she smashed the eggs, and then she, like, picked up the frying pan and just, like, destroyed the whole kitchen. That's the one I remember. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, that is Freddy. Like, I don't know what drugs he's on. Yeah. That looks like eggs to me. <laughs> um, so then uh, they go back. T- they take John back to the shelter, Maggie and Tracy, who are the only people still left alive. Um, and... Uh, Oh, that's right. They find that um, there's uh, people have no memory when they return. Which, again, so Freddy has these magical powers mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like supposedly only exist within the town of Springwood. But as soon as those two are dead and they leave Springwood, like everybody else is just like, nope, you're lying. You, you made these two kids up. Except for Yafit Koto. Right. Who's just like, no, I remember everything. I'm my own dream master. Right. Yeah. What? Why? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Who seems to have this preternatural knowledge of like everything that's going on. Like, yeah. Maybe we could have used, instead of like an hour and 36 minutes, maybe we could have used like an hour and 45 <laughs> just to explain a little more. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is an instance where he just a little more could have been more. Maybe that helpful. whole scene with like them driving and making a left and a right. 
and going straight and yeah. ending up the same. Eh, you might not want that part. Yeah, a little less of that. Yeah, <laughs> a little less of Carlos freaking out about the map when he's trying to unfold and it just takes up the whole back of the van <laughs> and explain a little more. The map says we're fucked. That's, yeah, I did set up that line, though. <laughs> Uh, it kind of reminded me of that scene from, uh, I think it was Leprechaun 4, where they're running around that cave and they just keep going in circles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Waste of time. Uh, so, yeah, we find out the doctor is the one that has the memory and he's got all that that control. Um, then we find a little bit more out about Freddy's past, which kind of interesting. I right. mean, it... Almost like they went almost a little too far with it. They gave a little too much information because I, I like where they keep they keep a backstory vague for a villain, so you don't, you know, I don't want to empathize too much with my right. killers. Well, I I think even with more backstory, like I still don't empathize with Freddy. Like, oh yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like, I mean, all right, yeah, he's made fun of, but like, I you know. Listen, I was bullied when I was a kid, but I didn't torture small animals and go around and kill, like, you know. <laughs> I didn't turn into being a serial killer. Like, now, not, granted, to, not to our knowledge. Now, oh, yeah. now granted, I also did not have a, an abusive father either, yeah. so. Yeah. You didn't take the pet rat out and just hit it with a hammer? No. <laughs> so, Who hasn't? But, so I know in the past movies, they mentioned that Freddy had a daughter because they do talk about him... Like having a wife and kid, mm-hmm. but at no point in one through five do they ever like really stress that he had a daughter. Like they just kind of say like, like they they never even. I don't think they even say that he killed his wife. Like they just say like she was there. Right? Like, who knows? Like she still could have been alive. I mean, obviously she wasn't because we learn in this movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, it also further proves to me that number two is either not canon. Mm-hmm. Or like an like an alternate storyline that really has nothing to do because like one, three, four, five, and now six all kind of follow each other and build off of the same story. Two is just kind of over here. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're just like, like that. That didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> they should just say that it all happened in that one dude's mind completely. <laughs> you just yeah, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, you, it's kind of cool though too that they made they just had Robert England as himself playing Freddy, and I think that worked really well. Um, I mean, they do visit this again too. I think in that pilot episode for uh, that TV series they did, I think they go in more depth about Freddy stuff. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, but, uh, I, yeah, I don't. I never watched the show, so it's an interesting concept. Um, felt it could have been executed a little better, but. Uh, it's cool that they explored it because it's different. It's not just your average run of the mill. Like, here's our group of people. They're all going to be tortured and uh, and killed in different ways in their dreams, and then we move on. It's it's like there's different things going on. Right. And, um, there's also so we've got uh, Maggie, right? I think her name is Dr. Maggie. She mm-hmm. finds out she was actually the daughter, and uh, so she kind of goes on sort of a quest to find out information about her backstory. And um, so she goes to, uh, doesn't she go somewhere to find that out, what her birth name really was, or get the papers? Yeah, she goes, she like, fin- to the adoption place, and they're like, well, we don't give out the information for 
biological parents or something but like, like she that. finds like a newspaper clipping and manages to match it perfectly with another newspaper oh, yeah. clipping oh and that's then, right and yeah. then like goes home and talks to her mom and her mom was like yeah you were adopted we were never allowed to we, we didn't know anything and then they, she's like i must be freddie's daughter yeah mm-hmm. like, right. there's lots of leaps of logic there <laughs> <laughs> So this is the part where they kind of go through that, like, it's almost like, kind of reminded me of Silent Hill, where there's, like, those abandoned places, and there's, like, one crazy person in each room, like, there's a teacher, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, so then John dies at that at that sequence at some point, too, right? so, Yeah, because he's like, you can't kill me, I'm, you know, I'm your child, and he's like, oh, no, you're not. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the more uneventful deaths in the... Mm-hmm. Right, which no. like, like you feel like they were setting him up to be like the hero of the movie or like the you know, the whole and then when you're like, ah, ah no no. Freddie had a daughter. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a son. You're you're out. Uh then we discover this whole origin of Freddie with the demons. This fucking sucks. I hate that they did this. Like First of all, it looks like shit. The animation is horrible on these it looks, fucking It looks like demons. something else. Yeah. Oh, it does. <laughs> well, and it, and it kind of unset, it's resets the rules and kind of resets them in an unfair way. Oh, yeah, because mm-hmm. the rules like, up to this point in this movie have been well, set. So not, even, not even, I'm saying, like, this movie resets the rules for everything. But for the franchise, like, Freddy, you know, was like, there was a set of rules that he sort of had to abide by. But mm-hmm. now it's kind of like... Anybody, like, he was getting his ass handed to him left and right yeah. by everybody. Yeah. But because these dream demons, like, it doesn't matter if he dies in his dream or not. Like, the dream demons just bring him back. Right. So, like, you know, if he gets his butt kicked by, you know, some, you know, some little scream queen, like, well, the dream demons just like, well, go again. Yeah, go yeah. Have another chance. Have another chance. <laughs> like, there's no real beating him. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and it's just, the whole thing, though, is just, too, that... that I don't know. I hated the whole thing where they're just like, oh, I need this power. And they're like, oh, we know you like this or something. It was really stupid. Yeah. Like, they didn't even have to have a line for that. They shouldn't have said anything. Um, yeah. Fucking stupid. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and at the same point, we find out that... Um, Oh, this is another really stupid thing. Um, I might be jumping a little better around here, but the doc figures out he could bring Freddy into the real world, much like Nancy did all those years back. And yeah, for, with that, it's like, well, Freddy goes after kids, and then is, he's going after the doctor. Like that, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's, he's a grown-ass man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, all right. Well, maybe Freddy figured he had to take care of him because he's the only one that has this weird power to control <laughs> everything somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they also bring out, this is where they bring out the 3D glasses, which was a real tie-in. Uh, the last 10 minutes of the film were in 3D as a little shtick they did. Mm-hmm. And, um, right, and then what, I know she was Maggie, but now she's Catherine. Yes. Like, yes. becomes a knife-throwing expert. Right. Yep, <laughs> like, <yep. laughs> I don't, like, the whole movie, like, she's this meek little doctor who didn't know that she was Freddy's daughter. Finds out she's Freddy's daughter and now becomes an expert at knife throwing and throwing stars yeah, and karate and karate yeah. and crossbows. <laughs> like she just is like all of a sudden she's Captain Badass. Right, like, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh really 
what did the point like what was the point of those glasses because she like the doctor's like oh they can be anything you want and you'll have the upper hand so she puts them on and then they just disappear and And then what the the point with those i believe was because they were doing that 3d effect yeah they were letting the audience know when to put on the glasses sure but like okay that's the only thing that's it that's it, it wasn't, didn't really, there was they can no... do whatever you want. Uh, no, I was... Them for, unless I kept, those glasses turning, turn her into a knife-throwing... <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe that's what it was. I, I missed that, but they weren't very clear on that uh, aspect. No. But no, I kept waiting for them to be, like, some, like, important, like, ooh, this is what they can really do, but, mm-hmm. like... It's just to let the audience know to put on your glasses. Right, yeah. That yeah. was the whole point of that. Yeah. So... I imagine maybe a cool sequence with the 3D might have been the brain sequence where she goes in and like you get to see the brain and like some of the different doors locking. Yeah. Weird stuff like the demons I think are a part of that. The uh, yeah. something yeah. else demons. Rhymes <laughs> <laughs> <Primes> with demons. <laughs> um, but otherwise it probably was very cheesy. I know they did some stuff where they put weapons like at the screen Ooh. a la uh, part three of yeah. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, so yeah, probably sucked, but, um, so the sequence here is kind of, this is our final showdown. She does actually manage to get a hold of Freddy and, um, they do wake her up, but then they realize he didn't get pulled in, but actually now they're all part of the dream, I guess. Cause yeah. is that when he has that, the line of every town has an Elm Street? Oh yeah. That's one of the best well, lines in yeah. there. Yeah. I wrote that down and then I referenced you cause I know you. Yep, that's, that's the street I live on. <laughs> but there's that line, and then the one where like you were saying with them resetting what he can do, because she makes the whole comment about how it's what did she say? It's my reality, my re- reality or something. He says, "Yeah, but it's my rules." Yeah, oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, he's saying right there, he can just do basically whatever he wants. Right. Well, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like where my problem with a lot of the modern horror films, starting probably before Hostel, but Hostel's the the biggest, I think, example where, like, I like horror films. Like, I like, like, the Jason movies because it never seems like he's completely unbeatable. Where, like, Freddy, up until this point, like, you always felt like there was a chance. Mm-hmm. But, like, the movie where, like, like, you're going up against a bad guy and no matter what you do, you're going to lose. Right. Like, I don't, I'm not really into that kind of horror movie. Like, I like, you know, even if the, the hero ends up losing... At least maybe they had a shot. They just, you know, and the sequels, maybe the, you know, the hero gets a chance. But like, and this one, like, it's now set where like, oh, yeah, none of those people ever stood a chance because Freddy just gets to do whatever he wants to do. because (laughs) These weird dream demons that we've never spoken of until now. Right, right. (laughs) Have the power to keep bringing them back. Yeah. Until, though, (laughs) there's one thing that this does actually stop them, we find out. And then it's a pipe bomb. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah all the weapons that are down the whole arsenal they have that they've confiscated that they say from the patients or kids mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. yeah it's like okay there's throwing knives those throwing stars crossbows yeah. pipe it's like that's they what just, that's stuff they just the kids are in. sneaking in and yeah. it's like ah we'll just put it down there in a cabinet right <laughs> Isn't there like a reference earlier to like oh they really need to come pick this up yeah aren't the cops he's <laughs> like aren't the cops supposed to like dispose of this. It's like the cops are supposed to do a lot of things. Yeah. He just walks away. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. So 
Yeah, the final blow is the pipe bomb, which we saw earlier, and um, that is enough to blow him up and make the demons unable to revive him. Somehow. Somehow. After Even, all he's been through. Yeah, after <laughs> all the other ways he's been killed like that. I don't know. Like, I, it, I did, I spent a little time after I watched the movie last night trying to research, like, how would you ultimately end freddie mm-hmm. oh, i thought you like, were gonna say we're researching how to make a pipe bomb no. <laughs> like how how would you ultimately end freddie and there there doesn't seem to be any consistent viewpoint where like oh well if you take his head and put his head over here and you put his arm over here like destroy the glove destroy the you know mm-hmm. there doesn't seem to be anything i did find it was nightmare on elm street films.com okay has a great timeline Okay. Of like when Amanda Kruger was born, when he was born, like when he got caught, when it just breaks down the exact order of like, you know, so it takes all six of the movies and puts them in the order. It even gives you where like, because obviously seven is not part of the franchise at all. Mm -hmm. Because like that's a whole nother thing in itself. That's a new nightmare, if you will. Right. (laughs) But even brings in the fact that Freddy vs. Jason is canon. So somehow Freddy... Manages to live, I mean, spoilers, right. from the pipe bomb. And comes, so, like, from 91 when they made the final nightmare to 2003, 2004. Three, yeah. Yeah, when, when Freddy vs. Jason came out, like, that Freddy was essentially dead. Like, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And somehow they bring him back. I, yeah. There, there was this brief, like, this is how we managed to do it and why he had to use Jason, which still... I mean, it's a great movie. I love that it movie. Yeah. But it's still so convoluted as to why he needed Jason to make people... Anyway, uh, that's, yeah. that's another that's another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, ultimately, I think the best way that they thought of how they were going to end him, which they did already, was uh, three, uh, where they did like with the bones and the holy water and stuff. I think that's logical. Right. It Does, would have been doesn't better. he make reference to that too? Yeah, in this well, one? when he's cutting off his, his own fingers, fingers. They, they tried yeah. to do this. They, they, tried, they tried to do this. this. They tried. That. They even tried holy water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so at least they're like they do make that. That's funny. Right. There's that's a lot funny. of self. Re- yeah. I mean, this movie um, takes the franchise to like cartoon levels. Yeah. You know, like it just it kind of takes it off the rail, and I think there's a reason why. Even set well, seven was this whole other thing, mm-hmm. but I think there's a reason why from '91 to 2003, like they were just kind of done with it because mm-hmm. like they mm-hmm. didn't know how to recover from this one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's get into the hell yeah moments. Me, I'm gonna say the Nintendo oh. reference. I, you know, sucker for video game stuff, so gotta go with that. Um, yeah, that, I mean that was a good one. I mean the the power glove that made me laugh. You know, I uh, when he made the Elm Street sign come up, and he's like, every place, every place has a Elm Street. Every, every was, town has like, an every, Elm Street. Every town has a sign. Yeah. I was like, I need that as a sign. <laughs> I'm well, this the Carlos one. I liked that whole one, especially when he brought the chalkboard out and yeah. made his head explode. That one, and then when he's, whatever, Catherine, she puts on his glove. That moment, too. Oh, yeah. When he's like, it's in your blood, put it. And then she like doesn't want to, and then eventually finally puts the glove on and stabs him with it. Mm-hmm. That was one of the oh, hell, yeah, moments. Nice. Because it's like, you know, it's in your blood, put yeah. it on. And she's like trying to fight it and then actually uses it in the end. 
I actually thought that was a really like that was sexy. <laughs> <laughs> she was wearing that glove. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> the point I didn't get with that, not with her being sexy. Like going back to the the pipe bomb. Right. How hard did she hit him in the chest to impale him with it? Yeah, I mean, she sticks really... it in his chest. That's kind of. Well, yeah. she did stab him first, so maybe she opened a hole. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta hide my uh, my glove when Jeremy's around. Apparently. You really do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can really just be. And that's all it takes is just someone wearing a Freddy glove. It doesn't. It doesn't matter who. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> um, all right. So final rating. I gotta give it. Um, I'm gonna give it three. Hearing aids out of five. It at times really drags on. It's kind of cheesy. I mean, there's a lot of things where they just all of a sudden like it's this way because it is, as we talked about. So, but overall, I mean, I do like I I like the silliness, and I I think that it was they tried to do something different, and it was it was a fun watch overall. So, three out of five. I'd probably go. I want to say four, but because of some of the things they did with I'm going to give it three and a half power gloves out of five. Nice. <laughs> like, it's it's definitely up there for my favorite of the franchise. I think it's, I think, three, and that maybe this one. Okay. Because I do enjoy that silliness that they bring to mm-hmm. it, and it's just that, like you said, with, like, the Nintendo references, like, a lot of those childhood references. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, it's watchable. It's fun. It's ridiculous, but I'm only giving it a two because it just two two what's out of what two. I'm gonna get <laughs> two two chopped off fingers out of five. <laughs> um, I just it, I feel like it. I feel like it's the reason why the Freddy franchise died. Like I feel like you if you go back and maybe do more with her, mm-hmm. like or you you do some stuff between. When Freddy supposedly died and managed to come back, like there's a lot of ground that you can cover. Um, you know, like what? Well, why? Now that the dream demons exist, whether we like them or not, like do more with that. Like mm-hmm. figure out, like, all right, well, do we have to kill the dream demons? How do we kill the dream demons? Where did they come from? Right. Do do they do they give other people powers? Like, <laughs> there's just so much that they added to this movie and then didn't explore. It is watchable. It is fun, but I, th- it's... I think you just wipe the dream demons up with a tissue. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right. <laughs> with that said, <laughs> all right. Well, now that you've killed this podcast, uh... nocturnal vision, no dream demons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thanks again, guys. It's been a blast. Uh, we have just one more Nightmare on Elm Street film left, which. It really isn't canon, but we're going to do it anyways. And then that's the end of the Freaky Film Club. But um, until then, we'll see you later. Stay spooky.